Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, good morning all. Go to camera, John Richard, 94 WIP. All right, so we got Ross with us as well. We got Devin, we got Reed, we got Seltzer, and it's day two back from the holiday break. A um, couple things. We just got to clean up a couple things from the last week and a half. It was too hot yesterday. The temperature was too hot Eagles-wise to sort of deviate much. Um, but a few things just to make sure you are aware of over the break. So first off, baseball. Uh, new rule, uh, or an altered, altered rule. Uh, the pitch clock is going down if there are men on base. So what was a 20-second pitch clock if someone is on base now goes to 18 seconds. So they're, they're chopping that even two more seconds. Nice. Uh, they are also, in the, in the, for the purpose of speeding up the game, instead of five mound visits a game, now it's four. I mean, I've, I've No issue with that, buddy. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, be ready to you know, grip it and rip it. Let's go. Um, obviously, also from baseball, a couple notable moves. The Braves got Chris Sale. James, your reaction to the Braves, who now have, I mean, they already had quite a team, but what do you make of Sale to the Braves? Not too concerned about it. I mean, Sale's been cooked for a while. Not as good as used. Not, not even close. Not even the hemisphere of the not guy who won the Cy Young. Like, he's, yep. look, it's a nice reclamation project. They could, you know, he still has talent in him, yep. but I'm not, like, super concerned. All right, how about this one, James? Yamayoto to the Dodgers. Um, not a good thing for the Phillies. No. I mean, look, the Dodgers are the Dodgers are building a super team. You know, the super team, yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, Yamamoto. The Japanese guy. So they got both. Oh, yeah, he, he messed it up. Yeah, right, did I say he, it Yeah, he said something. I don't remember what, what he I said. said. It's Yamaoto or something uh, Yamamoto. Like that. There you go. Yoshi. Yoshinobu. Yoshi. Yeah, okay. Yoshi. All good. All but, good. yeah, no, that's a, that's a, a really good time. 12 right. years, 325. They're not messing around. Also, Ooh. while we were gone, a notable sports television show signed off the air. Did anybody see this story? No. Mm-mm. All right, take a guess. A long time. Ross, hop in here if you know it. A long time sports television show said bye-bye. Sports reporters? No. Real sports? Yes. Oh. 29 years yeah. and Brian. done. Brian Gumble can take his his smugness somewhere else. Didn't Look, particularly <laughs> care for him, but I liked the other people. It's on a great. The show. It was a great show. Where? HBO. HBO. Oh, okay. And look, it was a great show. He it was, was a great show. Incredibly smug, but it was a great show. So that's done. Um, we also, for the first time in world history, it is now believed, crossed the threshold to eight billion people. No way, really. So from now on, We're when we eight? say, yeah, it's no longer seven billion or seven and change. It is now believed we have crossed over to eight billion. And when do wow. we get to ten? Well, it's quicker pretty, than we it's used to. Be yeah. quick. It's because, been quick. I yeah. mean, going from like six to seven to eight was so much faster than yeah. we were going so up. So here's what was added just last year. It is believed that seventy-five million were added to world population just wow. last year. Wow. So yeah, we'll. we'll and it's amazing because not many people have big families like you and I did, Joe, growing up. I mean, we well, people live long. You're yeah, right. It's people not live longer, longer and yeah. also in other parts. That's of the world. true. Yeah, people live yeah. longer, and medicine is and food is all better. All right. Final thing here, and then right back to the phones. This was amazing over the, over the break. Um, obviously, you know, we had an opportunity to watch a lot of sports Christmas Day. 
the dominance of the NFL over the NBA was just it was, oh, a, it I was saw this. a throttling. So the average viewership for NFL games, if you remember, they had three, I Three believe. games. Yep. Average viewership of those games was 28.5 million people watching the game. And it's just Americans. 28.5 million. Um, average viewership for the Christmas basketball games was 2.8 million. <laughs> oh, wow. T- a 10 to 1 ratio. They can't be pleased that the NBA. Oh, that was their day. Yo, Christmas, yeah, was... Christmas at the NBA. Back to when I was a kid, we would always watch the NBA yeah. games on Christmas Day. It yeah. was like a big part of our. We loved it. In now, our Jordan, a lot was of people part feel of like the NBA started sure. on and Christmas Day. And Bird and Magic, yeah. and you know, there was some cool stuff. And LeBron's had many, many years, and, and Shaq and Kobe did it. But like, if it's not, if you don't have a Jordan or a LeBron, I mean, do I really care that much? Not real. And then Embiid, obviously, when he didn't play, that was a bummer. Plus, I will say in their defense, those games stretch long. It goes from noon to probably 11 p.m. or something, because I think there's five of them. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Saw right now in South Philadelphia. Hi, Saw. Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all feeling? Doing all right, Saw. That's good. Um, I just was, you know, I was just falling back, and I just was like, yo, why ain't nobody grinding up Matt Patricia like they was grinding up Sean Desai? I, I just don't understand that. Like, well, I think we it's becoming do. obvious to people they just don't have the personnel. I mean, did Decide do a better job than Patricia? Yeah, so far I would say yes to that. But I also <laughs> think we know. I mean, saw they played that last game with seven rookies defensively playing a lot of snaps. I mean, that's a disaster. Listen, bro, we blaming, like, we, we blaming the, no. uh, uh, Sirianni. We asking about what's going on with uh, Jalen. We're, like, asking about touchdowns for the receivers, but we put up 31 points. We supposed to win. Well, 24 and off, 24 and offense. Well, okay. But you're right. With, 30, saying, with 31 points, you should, you got, you're right. You should win the game. That's right. That's and, right. And, and, but don't you, but saw, don't you think it's more of a Howie thing than a Desai or um, uh, pencil I guy think thing? I man should get his job back. <laughs> well, the incredible because. thing is he never lost it. No, he just got demoted. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Jo- I'm though, joking. Right? Um, yeah, they kept the title. The whole thing's weird. I, I yeah, know. he got demoted, right? Hundred percent, he? he got demoted. So what? Okay, so what do you so think I'm happens saying... next year? Like, is Desai going to be the DC because they saw that no, Desai could be a better? Everyone's gone DC defensively. Than... Okay, everyone's gone defensively. I don't know about I mean, that. I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, the point is, the defensive coordinator next year will not be someone who is here right now. Probably. I feel super confident. It could be Patricia. I feel it should be the same no on offense. No way it's Patricia. James, I mean, you got to remember, Sirianni no. said, like, two weeks ago, I, I, will one bet, of the greatest... I will bet my life that it is not Patricia. Uh, we'll see. All right, Saw, so, give me an answer, an image from a movie that's iconic. Coordinator uh, for the, the uh, New England, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what do you got an image from a movie here? Yeah, he was. Go ahead. Oh, I can't get no rap. I can't get a couple minutes. You get a couple All minutes. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, Patricia, right? He he was uh, the coordinator for New England, right? That is correct. Yeah, that is, that is correct. All right, so I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, he was indeed the coordinator of New England. All right, let's go to uh, the Sledgehammer. Sledgey! Yo, Joe and John, what is up, fellas? Sledge, good to hear you. Yeah, Devin, Rhea, Ross, Hello. how you all doing? Hello. What up, Sledge? Not much. Uh, Sledge uh, got engaged over the holidays. Wow! Congratulations, there, Sledge. Awesome. I'm very yeah, sorry. I'm very go. sorry for the misses, but you know, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, you know what? We're still sorry for Amy, but that's another story. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, 
one thing I wanted to get on, uh, the whole, every, with everyone constantly asking members of the team, you know, with the chemistry and what's going on behind the scenes and, you know, dysfunction, you know, stuff with AJ, you know, do you think that that right there is causing the distraction that's affecting the play of the team? Yes. I mean, like, no, I mean, they're, con- they're, co- they're constantly yes, being asked about it, though. It's distracting. It's not creating the distraction. Well, I, I don't think it's the main issue, but I don't think it helps. And then another question I had, Ricky, this one is more for you and for Ross, mm-hmm. but this late in the season, is it difficult to maybe instill a few new plays, like maybe under center or with motion or like on the defense, like a little bit more man coverage or disguise a man coverage with, with zone and then go into man? Like, is that difficult to do at this time of the year? I don't think it should be difficult. I, I think you can add plays, and, and I think it would serve us really well. They need to, to Sludge. add some plays. Yeah. No, I mean, they could, but I don't think they're going to. I don't either. And I think that's dumb, Ross. I don't think that they think that Hertz is comfortable with the under center stuff. I, I, I agree. I think that they feel like Hertz is most comfortable in the gun. He did it in high school. He did it in Alabama. Like, that's, that's what he's comfortable with. Certainly did it at Oklahoma. I don't ever remember him under center at Oklahoma. Defensively is a little bit different. You can certainly play more man coverage, and if they got there when they get Darius Slay back, my guess is they will. I think Slay will help a bunch. I'll also say I don't think Patricia will be the D coordinator next year, but that's a weird position to be put in. I mean, he's just kind of there. He wasn't even like a position coach, and then a couple weeks ago, you just say, "Okay, now you're calling it." Yeah, it's not really his defense. No, it's no, not, it was, it's, it's not really what he would have like if he was the guy in charge in OTAs and training camp. This wouldn't even be the structure of the defense that he would probably have. All right, Sledge, right, but, give, Sledge, give me a big answer, man. For Maniscalco tickets, an iconic uh, image from a movie. Just one quick question off of that. But even though he's the play caller, but it's not his defense, can he still like give a few ideas to add to it though? Yes. Even though it's not his. Yes, but he's got to get up to speed quickly with guys he probably doesn't have strong relationships with sledge give me give me a movie thing what do you got so my movie thing is i'm i was going to play off of seltzer's answer a little bit how about when uh rocky won the title for the first time was holding it up yeah yeah that's big too he's got the belt and then uh you know mix right there and and adrian's at home adrian and paulie at home that's a good answer right there uh ross speaking of answers let's tackle another thing here with the eagles the aj brown thing in your opinion ross your gut feeling is A.J. more annoyed at Sirianni slash Brian Johnson or Jalen Hurts? What's your gut tell you? Sirianni slash Brian Johnson, because he's been so close with Hurts for so long and because he had such a great year last year and earlier this year with Hurts, I think the new thing is Johnson calling the plays. And in my experience, not always, but it's kind of easier to point fingers at the coach, especially the new coach or the new play caller, as opposed to your friend. I think it's probably a combination of both, Joe, but I think he's probably more frustrated because, you know, you look at, like, him shaking his head after those last couple plays against Arizona. That's, that's not shaking his head. It hurts. That's shaking his head at those play calls. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I agree with you it's about the play call, but I do think Hurts should change the play. 
Um, I also know there's a ton of history where wide receivers get annoyed at quarterbacks. I mean, that's not yep. unheard of at all. And I got to imagine if he is, it's got to be particularly uncomfortable because of their longstanding friendship. I mean, I forget, Devin, maybe it was to you before the show. I said to someone before the show, like, let's say I got a great friend and the friend becomes my co-host on the air here. And I know it's like not working good or not working as well as it did. It's going to be uncomfortable, but I'm still going to be annoyed. Annoyed, but annoyed with who? With your friend or well, the situation? Well, so wait, hold up. Just a quick question. Are you saying you're not doing the show with friends? I'm well, not. No. Do, I'm not doing show with friends. No, show has made it very I clear. Okay, I'll, I'll answer the question. I'm not doing the show with my best friends. Wow, How about that. Ouch. I love you all. You're all almost like family, not quite, but like you know. I mean, would I rank you guys in my top three or four? Eh. 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 I got a long Just list. Just don't man. let Joe get cheesed at you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let, let's listen. I want to hear Nick Sirianni again because you know Ross. So this AJ Brown thing, we had a pretty comprehensive back and forth yesterday with Sirianni on the A.J. Brown front, covering a few different angles of it, including him at a couple different turns, basically saying, you guys don't really know what A.J.'s really annoyed about. Cheese that. Cheese that, that's right. Uh, It's it's about two minutes. (laughs) Listen listen to this, and then, Ross, I want to get your assessment of what you think Sirianni's alluding to without stating it. Here's the back and forth yesterday. The A.J. Brown thing, you know, to us on the outside seems very strange, and I wonder this. Is he making suggestions about what you guys can do offensively that you're not implementing. And do you think that is frustrating him? You know, I'm not going to speak for AJ. I I said some things on the media yesterday where, you know, I, about AJ and who he is as a person, you know, he is, he's a great person. He's a great teammate and he's a great player. Um, And I know all those things, those other things about AJ, because I spent a lot of time with him, a lot of time with him in meeting room a lot of individual time with him as well. Um, and I know he's got a great heart. And, um, you know, obviously we're all frustrated at this at this particular time. Again, not going to speculate or share anything on, uh, you know, any conversation that I've had with AJ. I always keep my conversations conversations private. But we're all frustrated at this, at this time, right? We all want to get out of this rut that we're in, and we know we're capable of doing so. Have you guys – have you addressed it with him, Nick? I mean, I understand you don't want to talk about specifics. I respect that. But are you guys on the same page? Have you spoken in the last 48 like, like hours? I, like I said, like I said, we talk all the time. And, yes, we've spoken in the last 48 hours. Um, and I'm going to keep my relationship and my, and my conversations with AJ uh, private um, because, you know, I'm not going to share any conversation that I have with any of the players uh, with anybody but us because that's the – that's what you do, you know, with the coach player, uh, player relationship. And so, um, again, I know who he is. I know who, how is, what his heart. I, I know he's got a great heart and great teammate. Uh, and you know, we're all frustrated right now. So how do you fix that broken emotional connection? Uh, and, and also how much of a distraction can that be to the rest of the team when one of your best players is constantly showing dis disapproval and frustration with the way the game's going yeah again you know you guys are speculating on what he's upset with and all those different things Mm -hmm. and so you know aj again makes so many plays for us aj does so many things for us and as a as a captain you know uh the the things he does for the team um and his teammates um so you're seeing uh, a portion of it and and you're not seeing obviously the entire the entire picture um and so again the 
I don't think anything's broken, right? I don't think anything is broken. Um, again, we just all want to get – we're all frustrated, and we all want to get this bad uh, bad taste out of our mouth. All right, that was Sirianni with us yesterday, and there's a lot in there to dissect. Let, let's just quickly drill down on two things that stood out in particular when it's – you know, because we are speculating about what's really going on. We, we don't know. I think Sirianni probably certainly does know. He said this to us. You guys are speculating on what he's upset with and all those different things. And he also said this to us. You're seeing uh, a portion of it, and, and you're not seeing, obviously, the entire, the entire picture. So, Ross, in light of Sirianni saying that, do you think there's a greater chance now than you thought five minutes ago that it could be more about Hurts and Sirianni? Is that code for, guys, he's not that mad at me. It's actually the quarterback, although he can't say that publicly. No, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think that that's the case. I understand – Gosh, I feel like this is like three layers. It's like CSI WIP. Yeah. It, it, re- it really is. I know. Listen, here's what I would say. But, I, but talking, Ross, we do know this. He's really been upset. I mean, his, his, his demonstrative demeanor on the field and his non-talking, and when he does say something, it's been like, yeah, guys, I don't want to say anything. Like, And it's, I'm not mad at you guys. Like, this is not a scenario of someone keeping it close to the vest. Like, you don't know at all what I'm thinking. We know no, he's and, ticked and, off. And, and I'm not – and I'm not – I don't love it. I don't I, either. In fact, I don't, I don't even like it. You know, I'm – he's had a terrific year from a statistical standpoint. I think when he went on that run earlier, I think he was getting big visions in his head of MVP – and believes that he's capable of doing that every week. And he did it for whatever it was, six weeks. And I think he feels like they're not force-feeding him or feeding him as much as they should be. And so that's clearly going to be some combination of the coaching staff and Hurts. But I think it's more in the coaching staff. You know, Brian Johnson said we got to get him going but I – and I, I was never a receiver, so there's got to be a reason why – I understand receivers, right? They're dependent on so many things. Sure. The old line has to block. they got to call their play. The, the quarterback has to throw it to them. The coverage can't be doubling them. Like, I, I get all that, but, you know, it's still tough for me as a former lineman. I'm sure John is a fullback. It's just the body language and then the complaining and then not talking to the media. I, I'll give him credit for this. He's talking today, and so yeah, yeah. the speculation will be over, and I hope he addresses it and says, listen, I, I wish they should be throwing me the ball more. I think I can do more to help this team. I mean, that's what he's going to say. He probably won't say if it's Hurts or the coaching staff, but he's going to say, I just want to be doing more to help the team. Yeah, I mean, he, he'll probably be asked, who are you more annoyed at? Maybe you'll get a non-answer I hope answer. he's asked that. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Now, I will give him a tremendous credit for that. I mean, in addition to being a great player, Jordan Mulata said something yesterday. We'd be remiss if we didn't air this. Mulata here on WIP when he was on with uh, uh, Ike and Ike and Elliot. Ike and Elliot really made a point to talk about AJ Brown's recent leadership. Uh, let, let's play this audio. I mean, this this certainly reflects well on AJ Brown. What have you seen from AJ behind the scenes at practice in the locker room? Just what's he been like uh, during this kind of rough stretch you guys find yourselves in? Uh, AJ's been great. He's been phenomenal. I mean, the guy organized uh, uh, offensive, uh, what do you want to call it, uh, gathering before the game. Um, mm-hmm. before, a couple of days before the game, we had to, had to join um, 
not even an offense, it was a whole team. We had a whole team, like, escape room thing going on where most of the guys showed up just, just to build camaraderie. And AJ, AJ's been phenomenal about that. He's been great behind the scenes. So, been, been a great leader, man, leading by example, working hard. You said you guys uh, had a, a trip to the escape room. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, we had a team like? building, team building exercise, man. We needed to connect. That's cool. Who yeah, put and, that? And was a- that the team put that together? That, or did, no, uh... that was AJ. That was AJ. The team helped facilitate the bookings. Right. But yeah, man. All this talk about AJ not being the leader. But hey, right now, man, the guy, the guy. <laughs> you guys don't know him like we do, but he's he's a great leader, man. So that's good stuff. I mean, that's Milada yesterday, but. Ross, to your point, I mean, I'm sure all of us listening to that respect that A.J. Brown does that. That's great. That's wonderful. But when the, when the going gets down in a game, don't act petulant. I mean, it's two different issues. You know, you can be a great leader as far as team organizer guy. And, hey, guys, come on, let's do this together. But when, when you're actually in the, in the game, you know, don't, don't be doing all that stuff. Well, you're, as a leader, there's things you do off the field and, and getting guys together. But if you're really a leader, you want to model behavior that you want to see in the other people. And certainly, A.J. Brown would not want the other players to be modeling his behavior. I agree. He wouldn't. I, I mean, that, I that, that's, that's, that's not what a leader would do. I agree. Ross, final thing here with you. I'm going to give you three choices. Tell me which you think the Eagles should do for Sunday versus the Giants. They play at the exact same time as the Dallas Cowboys. Option one, play all their starters, go all out. Try to maximize their chances to get the three seed if, you know, Dallas stumbles and also try to get back on track with starters playing well. That's option one, 60 minutes of starters. Option two, don't play the starters at all. Just say, you know what, come on. We know it's like 95% chance Dallas beats Washington. Let's give these guys two weeks off so they can really get ready for Tampa Bay. And option three is play the starters, but keep your eye on the scoreboard in the Dallas game and be ready third quarter to start taking out the Kelseys and all those guys if you feel like Dallas is up by two touchdowns. Which would you do? Uh, it's a, I have a hybrid of option one and three. Okay. Definitely not option two. But I would say option one, unless if they're losing or it's not going well at some point and the Cowboys are beating the, the Commanders, then you pull the guys because you're not you're not getting the benefit of having the team build up confidence and play better heading into heading into the playoffs. Imagine that though they they bench the starters in the third quarter because they're losing by ten. <laughs> Talk about not building. Well, confidence. they would really be doing it because the Commanders are behind the Cowboys, but it would not be a good look either, no, right? Like it would, it would be a bad, it'd be a double whammy. No, it won't be good. All right, Ross, wonderful stuff, my man. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Ross. Sounds great. See you guys. Thanks, Ross. All right, time's yours up ahead. More calls as well right here on 94 WIP. Here's what's happening at Borgata. Don't miss out on the action at Borgata's Poker Room, where great cards, lucky seats, and high hands bring excitement to every player. Open seven days a week. Excitement is waiting, and you are only miles away from your happy place. Experience award-winning restaurants, exciting bars, and live music, big-name entertainment, and a spacious casino filled with your favorite slots and table games. The action at Borgata Hotel. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, so to the camera, John Rich, we're obviously annoyed at the Eagles and the way they've been playing lately and all that. But we also shouldn't lose track of, you know, this schedule this year was ridiculous, especially that November into December stretch. It was stupid. How to, I was just well, thinking you know, about other it. teams have stupid stretches too. Like yeah, but that was the Dallas Cowboys. It's hellacious, and the 49ers, not as bad as ours was. Though. Hellacious, not as bad. But here, here's what I'm. Yeah, it is. It's bad. It felt worse because yeah, we. No, have I mean, a there were studies done. They said it was the hardest stretch a team has had in like 20 years or whatever. Plus the games. There's only three one o'clock games. I'm just saying. Here's my point. How typical would it be if, when the playoff schedule comes out, we find out the Eagles are on the Monday night? If you remember. The way they do the wild card round, there's two games on Saturday, I think, three on Sunday, and a freaking Monday nighter. How typical for this year's Eagles team? The, the Monday and then the Saturday. And well, then you get to Sunday, but, <laughs> yeah. but you're on the short week. Yeah. yeah, you're on a Monday into if you win on you know, a Sunday road game, and it, that's a that's the tough, tough road game was a uh, Saturday yeah. night. The tuck roll game was a night that we shouldn't have been playing. Had we just taken care of business in week 17 of the right. regular season, yep. we should have had a bye. And this was that Raiders team in 2001. Mm-hmm. Should have had a bye. Everything was set up perfectly. We totally just didn't show up against the Jets in week 17. Ended up having to play them exactly the same team in Oakland in the first round. I remember Wild that. Wild card. That's right. And then we had to go to Foxborough, the very last game at Foxborough, the old Foxborough, for that Saturday night game. Such a cold night. Yeah. For the hey, let me ask you a question. Um, Should have never happened. No, I remember that. Gut feeling. Is Belichick coaching his last game in New England this weekend? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's done? I think so. And, yeah, I, and I thought they announced that already. No, no they didn't no, announce no, no, that. No. no. So, Reed, do you think Kraft looks at him? It's like, all right, Bill. I'm going, to, I'm going to do the mm-hmm. old Charlie Manuel. Yeah. Why don't you drop by my office then? Um, that's what Charlie I did to Howard. I think that conversation has already taken place. You do. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they particularly cared for each other. I think they tolerated each other. And you think Kraft told Belichick, you, because someone has to declare. Yeah. You won't be my coach next year? Here's the thing. Is, or is although, it like, hey, let's talk about what's going on here. And uh, yeah, then I, let the other guy make the first move? Although I, I think there's like they were in a marriage for a long time, and you eventually get to a point where you have – a conversation where, like, look, I, you know, the kids are about to go to college next year, mm-hmm. so I think it's time that we go our separate ways. I, t- I really do, and I think I, I kind of think that's how it's going to go. So, Seltzer, Belichick to Philly. I mean, they're not going to let him go. I mean, they'll trade him. 
right? Yeah. I mean, the yeah, point probably. is, I don't think yeah. they're just going to be like, all right, Bill, Bill, you're fired. Like, I don't think that's happening. Yeah. I, I think they will trade him if he's well, going to move on. To be fair, though, Belichick has to then agree to wherever he goes. Sure. And he could say, but, I ain't going there. It's Certainly. Then theoretically, they could fire him. James, but if he's they, under contract. If they zip Sirianni. I'll take Would you know. want Belichick? Absolutely. Yes. Are you kidding me? Ab- absolutely. Not in what? a million years. He's the greatest coach Reunite in the history of the sport. <laughs> also, pu- also, <laughs> let's be honest. The only real—that's funny. The only real issue Belichick has had is as a as a personnel guy. Like he's still a great coach. I, yeah, I would agree. So I would agree put with him that. with the best personnel guy in the sport. Yep. Yeah, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Wow. The best personnel guy with the sport feels like a stretch at this point. Yeah. But yeah. Well, now, come on, Howie. Come on, Relax. I was having this conversation just the other day, and Belichick really hasn't coached a quarterback like Jalen Hurts yet. No. So well, I, he, he we Cam don't know. Cam at the end of his career. One year, yeah. but Cam, oh, you're right. But Cam, he did. Cam, Cam was, was kind of yeah. done. He was cooked. Yeah. So it is an interesting concept, especially because he's like the antithesis of what Nick Sirianni is. But I think if Belichick goes anywhere, it'll, it'll be to uh, L.A. Look, it, it, yeah. could, it could happen. I'll just say that. I mean, it sounds crazy, but Belichick in the hoodie at the link. In September. Kraft and Lori, long history what together. They know each other, all that stuff. Interesting. Michael Harbaugh. Rubin steps in there somehow and facilitates <laughs> oh his. Michael Rubin. Michael Rubin sure. with his. Michael Rubin. Kraft thing. Oh, I forgot their buddies. Michael yeah, Rubin yeah. and Kraft. Yeah. All right. Howie Roseman won't give up draft picks for Bill Belichick. Well, he certainly won't give up power to get Bill Belichick. Yeah. Like, the question is does Belichick go somewhere only as coach? If the owner and general manager tell him He's you what, are not is he the 71? GM, I don't know. I mean, if I was him, I would. Yeah, I would. I would do what Devin said: go to L.A., you know, and just yeah. let somebody else buy the groceries and just coach. It's an amazing thing, though. This could be this weekend could be Belichick's last game with New England, and of course he's. Coming up to, you know, breaking Shula's record, but he needs a couple more years to get that done. It's it's a messy thing. All right, this segment right now brought to us by Mount Holly Nissan. New 2024 Nissans. They are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan. Minutes from everywhere, just over the bridge online at MountHollyNissan.com. Let's talk to our buddy Will calling from Northeast Philly. Hi, Will. Whoa, child. Welcome back, man. Happy New Year's to everyone. Happy New Year, Will. Um, yo, the, the guys that filled in for y'all, they did a great job, man. I just got to give them their props nice. also. Um, and um, what a lot of people did, I don't know if it was brought up, but even like the game where we played Arizona, first of all, I don't care if they was one in and eighteen. We don't take any team lightly right now, you know. And, and that's what we've been doing. I don't know, agree, with, Will. I don't agree with that. I think this has nothing to do with the Eagles taking the opponent lightly. I think this okay, has everything right. to do with the Eagles just messing up. All right, and, and, me, and in some me, spots not being good. I mean, the Eagles are a horrendous defensive football team right now. Horrendous. Right. And and let me finish. Like this is, and this is what my coach always told me when I played for the Lincoln World Splitters. Splitters, the ninety percent of the game is mental, ten percent is physical. So ninety percent of what's going on right now is mental with the Eagles, and whatever it is, I, I know what AJ tried to do. You know, he's trying to get the the team back together, get them back to you know. Being the way they was, like I said, when Jalen was squatting at 600 pounds, that was a team right there. They was loving each other, and they was, like, binding. Yeah, yeah. That's what we got to get back to. And my thing is this. Look, Sirianni really need to ask the team and himself, did we come this far to throw the towel in? Yeah. Like, we right there. We still got our foot in the door. So why allow a little, a little mental distraction 
destroy where we're going. Look, I like your and, message, and I'm sure he's probably going to spin that to the guys, but yeah, I don't know. But, they they do seem like a team right now that is low on will. Yeah. And confidence. And confidence. Will, great yeah. phone call. Give me a, uh image from a movie that's iconic. You can win Sebastian Maniscalco tickets. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go comedy. How about life when uh, he lined up all the, the inmates to see who the pappy was, and everybody said, well, I'm the pappy boss. <laughs> and what movie is that? Life, life with oh, Eddie life. Murphy and Martin Lawrence. I don't know that. You know, it's a really just, funny movie, actually. Is it? Yeah, I mean, take Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Um, you know, it could, could I don't think it would be a winning answer, but a good answer. The the ball in Caddyshack just hanging by the, the cup. <laughs> you know, it just, just hangs there for two, three seconds. All right. Is that um, the best image from Caddyshack? I would argue no. I would also argue no. Kind of a boring <laughs> image. Are you talking about <laughs> you know Cindy, talking about. Cindy, well, Cindy Morgan? Lacey Underall. That's Lacey what I'm Underall. You got a freaking knight running around with a golf club trying to <laughs> take off the head of that guy. You know, I was on a plane, and that scene, I, this, this, I, I'll just say this. I need a ruling here. Devin, I don't think you were here when I did this a couple months ago. I don't think. Mm. You're on a plane, mm-hmm. it's a European trip, so it's not America, and nudity is is like on your screen, uh-huh. you know, on, like. But you could have like someone sitting. You do have someone sitting next to you, right? Not appropriate, right? Um, I mean, if it like the plane offers it, I've done. They that do a offer. Times. It. You would not fast you forward nudity. On, on a plane, plane oh, next I've to someone. I've watched a movie on a plane, so yeah. You just said I've watched it a hundred times. Hold on, hold on. No, like I've watched. <laughs> you would not. You yeah, would that's not. That's called a porn addiction. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I, I, I think so. I said that's so wrong. We got some issues. Movies you would... on planes hundreds of times. I'm sure they had. <laughs> wow. But why are oh they the nude movies, Devin? And you don't do the why fast forward. No, the nude movies. I understand. If you if it's the piano, it's the piano. A little nudity. But like, if Holly Hunter's getting naked. I'm on a plane. I got to fast forward. That's inappropriate. So one time I watched The Wolf of Wall Street on an airplane. Um, oh, yeah. And I feel like that was a, I learned a lot from that experience <laughs> dur- <laughs> during that one. It's a great I was movie. Like, I don't think I'll ever do this again. Did you hit the pause button? Uh, well, so it was the, my first time watching it. It was a screener at the time. So like no one had seen it. So I didn't know when the, the yeah. scenes were coming. Um, but once the scenes be gone, you. Ang- I was watching my laptop, so I just like kind of angle it away from the person next to me. Okay. But look, you can watch what you want on airplanes, I yeah. guess. As long as kids aren't around, you don't have to pause it or. You turn keep it the volume or... up. We have headphones. Yeah, headphones. What if, what if you're next to an eight, all right, What if you're next to an 80 year old granny, and you got Margot Robbie naked? You're you're still keeping that on the screen? I'm sure she'd enjoy it too. Right, right. I mean, who doesn't enjoy Margot Robbie? Let's yeah, be this honest. Is not the you see the next it's time, a, Wolf, Margot Robbie and Wolf of Wall Street is. This is the, John. This is not the answer I expected. But I did not expect it. Hundreds of times. But hey, unbrazen. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, brazen. Holy brazen. Right. I just think people should be able to spend their time on an airplane doing whatever they. Yes. Now this is I'm. Wow! Just wow! Now you just went to a whole other. Wow! You get to do whatever you that want. That implied something, Move. right? Isn't yeah. there a club? Get, that's out, a... <laughs> get out of the way on my way to the bathroom. That's what Devin just said. No, you know. And what? make way for two, not one. I meant watch whatever they want. All right, I give up. Now we I know why up. Devin's never seen any of the movies we talk about. She's too busy watching this other stuff. Holy mackerel! All right, well, and there it is. Porn addiction. Let's Anyways. go. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> All right, let's get to today's Twitter poll question. Yes, of the day. let's. 
as Devin Please. really hopes her family's not listening. <laughs> Anyways, Twitter poll, on. Twitter poll questions brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. What's the Armin difference? It's simple. It's their people, well-trained, friendly, and caring. Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. All right, let's go around the room and each way in here with our answer. And then we'll have John assess who he thinks got voted. The best team in Philadelphia sports in the main four, which of the four is it? All right, John, your personal opinion. Eagles, Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, who would you go with? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go the Eagles, and I'm going to be proud. Wow. Wow. I Boy, believe that's bold, man. That Yeah. Wow. How he's James, still who you, good. Wow. Wow. James, who do you have? I actually feel pretty strongly that it's the Phillies. Okay, so we're 1-1. Devin, where are you? Uh, Sixers. Okay. Wow. One, Recency bias. 1-1-1. One, one, one. Rhea, where are you at? I was almost right there with you. Uh, yeah, I really I would love to go with the Eagles, but their defense is so bad. The Phillies are more of a complete team, so I'll go the Phillies. I would definitely go Phillies. So Phillies get three of our votes here. I mean, the Phillies did get, and I know like two years ago doesn't technically count for right now, but essentially it's this a long squad. Time. They got to the World Series. They got to a Game 7. It's certainly more accomplishment than the Sixers have had. That team is largely still intact. I would pretty confidently say the Phillies. But, all right, John, where do you think the votes came in here on Twitter? Man, uh... I think there's a good chance. Wow. There's so much that goes into this. So much emotion and angst and everything There's a else. lot. Uh, I'm going to say the Phillies do win that. They don't. Okay. Who, who do you then think the, wins it? Then the Sixers win. They do. Wow. 41% for the Whoa. 76ers. 37% for the Phils. Now, Jeffrey Lurie, if you're listening, brace mm. yourself because this is this is what the town thinks. And I'm telling you, if the Flyers hadn't lost last night and a little bit of a skid lately, they might have yeah. been above the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, they Can do have imagine? a really good re- – I know, it is hard to imagine. They got a really good record. All right, Times yours brought to us by Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge. Discover the nation's best-kept secret and switch to Xfinity Mobile, now at the best price for two lines of Unlimited. Before we hit it with Times yours, let me just remind everyone for the Times yours line number for tomorrow. 215-238-4500. Devin's porn addiction clearly needs to be addressed. <laughs> Big time. Tomorrow on Time's Yours. So get dialing for tomorrow's Time's Yours. Oh, I won't even be here to defend myself. Well, we'll save him for Friday. We, we can do that. All right, let's hit it with Time's Yours. Jalen Hurts simply sits on the sidelines while the defense is on the field. There's no iPad in front of him. There's no studying defenses and learning. And it just sends the wrong message as well as not very bright. Thank you. Well, yeah. Look, he. It's. I'd say you're saying bright. I'd say it's not the wisest course of action. I don't agree. I. I, I don't know what he's looking at on the sideline. I'd love to see more of this. I like, know from we the don't. TV copy. I know there's a lot we don't see, John, with the TV copy. But it, it feels implausible to me that he's really walking around that sideline too often because every time we see him on the sideline, he's just sitting there. Kelly Hughes, you're on with you 100% of the time. A $250 million quarterback should have the ability to change the play. This season came down to one play, not hitting Gainwell in the flat to tie that game in Seattle. That's the tiebreaker between us and Dallas. Well, that's one. How about the one where he threw it deep? How about the interception in the Jets game? I mean, there's oh multiple of those. Oh, my God. Rough. I have a question no one's brought up yet. 
Had the Eagles drafted Bijan instead of Carter, who's disappeared now for half the season, would we have a better record than we have right now? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. John? Bijan's pretty, he's been pretty awesome. You know, uh, they could face him in the playoffs. <laughs> that would be <laughs> hilarious. If you lose to Arthur Holy Smith, you cow. should be fired. Imagine that. Not a very good Bijan Robinson and the Eagles in the Georgia Dome, or whatever they call it these days. Yeah, AJ and I have a great relationship. He's a wonderful person, even though he totally disrespects me on the sidelines. We still go to movies every Tuesday night, and believe it or not, he buys the uh, popcorn. Time's yours. Well, I will say this. The, the best friends thing or great friends thing, that can be overrated at times. I mean, you can be, but then you can drift apart. I mean, Lori and Banner were close. Jeter and A-Rod were close. He's the godfather of AJ's I'm just, kid. That's like an implication of you are family more than just a friend. I, James, yeah. I get it, yeah. but if, if you are having strife, you're having strife. I mean, it yeah, happens. Yeah, but you don't grow apart with the, the godfather of your kid. You know, like you, you do have a little extra layer of connection. Divas are divas, though, man. I know. I mean, that's... I mean, T.O. and Donovan, like, they had something going. And then, again, godfather. Right? I, <laughs> you're, 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 you're running right past You do this. know what being a godfather means. Yeah, a godfather yeah. of a couple. Yeah. It means you entrust your child with the person if, if something you happens to like, you. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. Right with that. Wait, someone made you a godfather? Uh, th- two times, man. Oh, God. Dude, that, that, that has to be your family member. Of course right? it's my family okay. member. Nobody else would be dumb enough to do it. <laughs> and with that, we shut it down. The Time's Yours line. Leave Joe and John a message of your thoughts, compliments, and complaints. Call 215-238-4500. All right, let's talk to Tony in West Philly. Hi, Tony. Hey, how you doing? Doing Doing well, Tony. Good, pal. Oh, man, good morning, team. Listen, I'll be brief, but I'm going to give you my epic uh, screen set at the end, okay? First of all, A.J. Brown. I have two problems with him. First of all, I love a receiver who anxious. They want the ball. They're hungry for the ball. But I have a problem with him getting in his quarterback's face. I also have a problem when you don't take accountability for in clutch situations when you have so many drop balls. He's a good physical possession receiver, but the biggest mistake management's made, they have not gone out. They need, they miss some pieces. I, I, I called all last year. I wanted Tank Dell so bad. They need a receiver that can stretch the field. That's going to open it up for De- Devontae Smith under. You know how good of hands that De- DeAndre Swift has coming out the backfield? Look how they use McCaffrey in every way. So they have to go. I would go to San Francisco. I would get the assistant offensive coordinator who's experienced in diversified offenses. I would let him run my offense for me. I would give Patricia another year because uh, a caller said, uh, you said that it wasn't his defense. And I think if they did that, you see a much better offense. You get – Jailing some other pieces. But the biggest problem for me, is, and I love A.J. Brown, I love what he brings, but that causes dissension in the locker room when you have uh, that much animosity. Uh, yeah. I agree. You know, whether, he's mad you know whether he's mad at Sirianni or Jalen, how outward he's been about it, either way it annoys me. All right, Tone, you're a great caller. Call us more often. we got to move fast. For Sebastian Maniscalco tickets, an image from a movie, almost like a screenshot, still shot. It, what buddy. do you got? I got it. When God permitted Moses to part the sea, the Red Sea, and the waters was on each side. and That's pretty That's pretty good. Ten commandments, the water on both sides. That's pretty good. Scott and King of Prussia. Scott, give me an answer here. Morning, guys. Uh, throw the towel. Throw the towel in the Rockies. 
All right, throw the towel. Yeah, there's, there's something going on there. Michael, South Philly. Michael, what do you got? Hey, hey, Maker. I'm going to go with Marilyn Monroe and Some Like It Hot. Yeah, and that's where the dress Ooh, is, is blowing up, right? No, that's the yeah. seven-year itch. Oh, so which? Hold on, Michael. Ah. What's this? Tell me your scene. The dress blowing up. That's the seven-year seven itch. itch. Some like it hot's a different movie. Oh, Michael oh, said it wrong. No. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that would Some won. like it hot is a great movie. All though. he had to do was say Tony the... Curtis, Jack Lemmon, great okay. movie. All he had to do was say the correct movie, and he yep. would have won. Yep. Yeah, no, that I, I thought I had that as a winning answer. Yeah, but he blew and it. You're sure that, that that's wrong. What, I am. I am a hundred percent sure. Okay. I would bet my life it's a seven-year itch. All right, here's the one I think they could have won. It wasn't said because this was a poster all over America. The the end scene in a, It's a Wonderful Life when Donna Reed and the kids are hugging George Bailey. I mean, that one is big. Hmm. I, I was thinking also the uh, Fonsera leaning into the Godfather's ear, that picture of, of Don Corleone, you know, that yes. famous shot. Yes. Of, I, I thought of that one. That's big. I mean, even um, in uh, uh, b- 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 Karate Kid, like him just in the- The crane kick, yeah. Yes. That's a great one. Just holding Absolutely. it before he kicks. That could have, anyway. There's so many great ones. Um, E.T., which, John, you said- that would have won. Might have been the winning answer if it was said by a call. All right. Here's what we got from the callers. The Haymakers. King Kong at the top of the building. The Shining with Jack sticking his face in there. Shawshank Redemption. You got Tim Robbins in the rain. And Rocky Bell. Rocky, two more. Rocky Balboa lifting the belt. At Rocky two. We just won the title. And the Ten Commandments. You know, the sea has parted. The Red Sea has parted. I like the first two the most. King Kong and what was the other one? Second one. The Shining. Shining. Yeah, those yeah. are my two favorites. Shining. Shining. That, that's really His good. face in the door. You believe, you believe? Okay, Rhea, where are you? I like The Shining. Okay, maybe that'll be it. Devin? The Shining. That's it. Boom. My vote is irrelevant. All right. <laughs> it's just the way we like <laughs> it. Yes. All right. Congrats to George with the answer of The Shining.